0: the sudden death of luke a lucas by harold e somerville from weird tales magazine july 1925 this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org read by dale growthman the sudden death of luke a lucas by harold e somerville My lord, Luke, you here gasping the words, Ed Bosworth halted, thunderstruck, at the door. Come in, old fellow, you look upset. What's wrong? Luke A. Lucas, he of the mighty brain and the intellectual dome, cleared a stack of law books from the chair and placed it for his caller. Bosworth, without taking his astonished eyes from the attorney, slowly seated himself let me feel you he said extending a hand and grasping the arm of lucas you are here ain't you and why shouldn't i be these are my office hours but i heard you was dead come in to congratulate your partner i mean condole him excuse me eli what's that you said luke leaned forward his brows knit heard i was dead where did you hear such nonsense as that On the street, three or four folks spoke of it, said it was too bad about poor Luke. I've been at home with a touch of rheumatiz for a day or two, but I don't even look sick, do I? No, Luke, you don't. Who told you I was dead? Well, old Bill Marsh, for one, said it was your heart. Henry Bass thought it was acute indigestion. Mel Barker heard you had a shock. Otto Rummelfinger understood lucas very much alive sprang to his feet and reached for his hat i'll go see march about this he declared you come along ed they hurried up the village street to the office of luke's chief professional rival bill was at his desk what do you mean you old scoundrel demanded lucas by spreading rumors that i am dead why i heard you was the surprise betrayed by Marsh was unmistakably genuine where in the devil did you hear that stuff Marsh reflected I think Si Latham was the first one who told me then Joel Burke but Lucas was gone Bosworth at his heels in Latham's grocery store Si was weighing out a sack of flour for a customer at the sight of the supposedly dead he lowered the scoop and its contents whitened the floor lucas he groaned ed be i seeing things or is that luke standing there beside you it's luke testified bosworth i felt him to make sure from latham the trail was followed to smith's sanitary barber shop thence to whitney's drugstore across the street to atherton's dry good emporium next to mrs garrison's millinery parlors up the hill to the cottage of miss parker the spinster dressmaker and finally to the office of the weekly argus ormond holt the editor and prop took one look at luke a lucas and bolted out the rear door thirty seconds later he returned i've stopped the press luke he announced you was printing my death in the papers just heard about it fifteen minutes before i closed the forms only had time to squeeze in a paragraph to say that as we go to press we learn with deep regret hadn't run off more than a dozen copies and i'll throw them away you showed up in a nick of time luke what started that yarn the editor it appeared had his information from a most reliable source the truthful lips of the reverend joshua stebbins to the reverend joshua went lucas well well exclaimed the clergyman this is indeed a most gratifying surprise I'm cheating you out of a funeral fee Luke reminded him my dear man beamed the sky pilot raising a hand in protest such a thought never entered my mind the pastor had learned of Luke's reported demise from Simon cook the village teamster and the Reverend Stubbins gave full credence to the story for cook had it direct from dr. Ferguson so to Ferguson's office. Here the appearance of a living ghost occasioned no astonishment. What can I do for you, gentlemen? inquired the doctor when Luke and Ed were seated. And which one shall I do it for? We're both well and strong, replied the lawyer. Do we look it? You do. Ferguson lifted his eyebrows interrogatively. But I am a dead man, doctor, by your own statement announced lucas is this a joke the physician asked i may be dense but i failed to get the point luke a lucas he of the mighty brain and intellectual dome spoke slowly and accusingly you told simon cook that i was dead the story has gone all over town it even got into the argus i could sue you for slander man alive exclaimed the doctor not realizing the peculiar fitness of his expletive i never said any such thing not to simon cook or anyone else his denial was uttered with convincing emphasis luke more than ever bewildered accepted it i knew he said that it wasn't like you to make up a story out of whole cloth but we're such good friends that i figured maybe you were having a little fun at my expense I'm sorry doc to have come to you with this but Parsons Stebbins said cook got it directly from you Guess I owe you a box of cigars And now I'll be getting after cook. We'll see what that stupid ass has to say for himself Luke and Ed arose and moved toward the door The doctor's gaze at that moment wandered to a smooth white object reposing on his desk and remained fixed there for fully ten seconds then he burst out in uproarious laughter he lifted the thing and displayed it to his callers here he said this explains your story it's one I ordered recently it arrived yesterday I had just unpacked it when Simon came in with a bruised finger he picked it up and looked it over never had seen one before I imagined He asked me what it was he's addicted you know to the foolish question habit oh I said offhand that's Luke Lucas skull and the doggone fool must have thought I meant it the end of the sudden death of Luke a Lucas by Harold E Somerville